1: Welcome back, everyone. This is the Flow Track Podcast. I am Kevin. He is Gordon. The email address is flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're watching live on YouTube, you can see we're sponsored this week by Gooder, the glasses that sunglasses, the sunglasses that Gordon is wearing right now. That's right. That's I not re- the tagline. <laughs> Gooder, the glasses so. that Gordon is wearing right now. That's not the tagline. But it is. That would be a good tag. It is actually. We should workshop it. I think. <laughs>
0: They could increase their sales by at least a percent point here or there.
1: Yeah. Up or down. Depends. They they decided to go something a little catchier, but... I could be a trendsetter. Yeah. Are you going to wear them the whole show? No, just for the ad read. Okay. Well, the show is brought to you by Gutter Sunglasses. Purveyors of sunglasses made for anyone who enjoys putting your body through hell and back. They have all different types. Gordon for sprints, 5K, marathon, Ultras, trail, track, all for $25 or $35. The website is gooder.com, G-O-O-D-R.com. $25 active sunglasses for anyone. They're fun. They're fashionable. They're functional. And everyone can afford them. No slip, no bounce. All polarized. And as you can tell from Gordon, wearing them right now, all fun.
0: Yes, so much fun. Uh, you know what the problem with sunglasses are? They're, one, expensive. They're ugly, unless they're on my face, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're over-engineered. But this is the thing about the Gooder solution. They're affordable, twenty-five or thirty-five bucks. They're stylish and they're all performance. Free shipping if you spend fifty bucks or more. Mm. Uh, Thirty-day free returns, one-year warranty, hundred percent carbon neutral, one percent for the planet. Don't know what that means, mm. but it's one percent and it's going towards the planet. Find your pair at Gooder.com. That's G-O-O-D-R.com. People think there's an E, but there is no E. No, between D and R.
1: Go right from the D to the R. Skip the E. Yep, right to the R. Dot com. He is not necessary. That Dang. should be the that should be the slogan. Skip the, okay, no. okay, it's the the slogan is the glasses that Gordon is wearing. Yes. I think that's what we've already decided. Um, thanks to Coder for sponsoring the pod. Um, oh wow, that's nice. You cannot see them in the picture though because well, they're black. Somebody can see them down there. Yes. Listen, we got some comments coming in already. Cameron, cross country time. Kyle, cross country time. Everybody is excited. It is
0: cross country time
1: about conference cross country but before we do that a couple points of business one tampa eagle is it time for a sub pod yes sub pods coming next week yes and we're excited to do it i'll be our first i think first sub pod from the studio is that correct i think it would be we haven't done one here before so it's my first one from the studio so you'll get the benefit of the great production (laughs) quality that takes place in the studio maybe an update on gordon shirts We'll be in there. And we'll we'll dig into some nerdy track stuff as well, too. Gordon what? Shirts. What do you mean Gordon's shirts? You told the story last time of why you threw away all your shirts. Oh, yeah. I want to keep that thread going. It's, it's the updates. tie that binds. It keeps on
0: the roller coaster. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And if you don't coaster. know what we're
1: talking about, you can tune in. Um Okay, the other thing we want to get to before conference, cross-country stuff. I want to do one news item. Will you allow me one new di- news item, yes. Mr. Mac? Just just once.
0: One and only once. We you interrupt your regular scheduled programming for this breaking news alert. It's
1: not breaking dude, news. Dude, 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 dude. Duke did not lose. This is not breaking news. Um, Craig Engels is leaving the Union Athletics Club and Pete Julian. He's been with Julian since he graduated and left Old Miss. He's going back to his college coach, Ryan Van Noy, who's not at Old Miss anymore. He's down at Cal Poly. This is a latest Bit of news in Engels' career. I feel like it's been pretty eventful the last couple of years. There was rumors and some comments after the Olympic trials in 2021 that he was perhaps thinking of retiring and just calling it a day. Came back last year, was hurt, never really got going. Ran uh, a 3:37 in the 1500 after the World Championship had already ended. It was in it was in September, so it was, ended up being on a bit of a different schedule. But posted uh, on Instagram said, you know, the reasoning for. This is just a change of scenery," Uh, he says. "My goal is to be the best American miler, enjoy all the adventure along the way. I think a change for me was necessary for this to be possible. Um, Thanks, his coach. Thanks, Donovan Brazier, Eric Jenkins, et cetera, et cetera. But your thoughts on Angle's move? Yeah. Well, again,
0: looking back at his 2022 year, he he was very active indoor season. He had a yeah. One notable performance I would say was his 146 800, which he did in mid February. But then when it came to championship or marquee type races, Milrose Games, he you know ran 343. Uh, no, excuse me, he ran 401 in the mile, 343 split, 401 in the mile, finishing yeah. tenth in the Milrose Games mile. Then he goes to U.S. Champs indoors, runs 341, gets seventh, way uh, way out of top two contention. Um, So then he shuts down his season for a little bit, puts it on pause, and then comes back, uh, runs a random 800 in May, skips USA's. uh, Obviously, he's not at Worlds. Then, you know, he ends his season with, you know, a 337-1500 in Berlin. Yeah. Which, here's the thing. 337, well, that's actually not that bad. But, like, 337 is not – what it's going to take anymore to be a you know a, one, finalist. a finalist yeah or like make a team like because sure. a lot of people run 337 You look at like the college list you see a lot of 337s on that list mm-hmm. four or five years ago it was a bunch of 339s now it's a bunch of 337 so if you really want to separate yourself you need to be a consistent 335 or better type runner so uh even though he's showing he still can get around the track four times in a an elite time it's not the standard that he has for himself which yeah. is trying to make teams
1: yeah i mean angles interesting obviously he marches to the beat of his own drum we know that i think p julian knew that you know you got to give him an extra bit of latitude when you're dealing with someone like angles and it was working i mean 2016 Narrowly misses the team in both the 8 and the 15. Remember when he was still at Old Miss, 4th and 5th in those races. Then 2017, he comes, just misses the team again. Finally gets on the team in 2019, makes the final. So you're thinking, all right, here's the momentum. It's going to it's gonna turn into a Olympic berth. Olympics get postponed. Then he gets 4th again at the Olympic trials. So he's made a team, but he has not made an Olympic team yet. And I think this is him trying – to mount one last push to get there. It's crazy how fast a career goes. You go from your too early cycle, which was 2016 for him, to your peak cycle, which was 2021, to the one last shot cycle now, which is 2024. Um, He'll be 30 in, at the 2024 trials. Right, and that's how fast it goes. You do not get that many chances to make Olympic teams. Now, World Championship teams are great as well, but everybody, if you ask them, if you could choose between the two, you'd choose to make The Olympics. Would you choose five World Championships teams versus one Olympic team? No, I wouldn't. Not me personally. But if I, my, you know, you're making money and communicating with the public, saying Olympian is worth more than five. Yes, but me personally, knowing what I know about track, no, it's obviously the person who had the five Olympic, five World Championship teams is better than the Olympic team. But I just think with angles, like the 1500 right now is so filled with parody in the US I think he has a shot still and this makes sense now first step is he's got to get healthy so a lot of times we see this move it makes sense to go back to the college coach he obviously knows angles very well that makes sense too because angles being the big personality that he is you have a harder time believing it would work if they were with like a brand new coach who didn't know him at all um I'm assuming he'll be around the college team which will give him a little bit of excitement he'll be out in California he had training partners, obviously running with with Donovan and stuff. But Donovan's an eight hundred meter guy. Eric Jenkins did did the longer stuff, right? They there was no natural. This guy is my like training partner, day in and day out. I think he's gonna be fine. I think this is a good opportunity for him to to hit reset. I mean, who who do you feel better about? Nagoose, Hawker, tier. Centro Tier. Yeah, I guess you'd say Tier. Jonathan the Davis. One. John Davis was tearing it up last year, but this. There's no sure things for the team next year except maybe Cooper Tier. But even Cooper Tier, he might just run decide to run the 5,000 too.
0: It's true. Yeah, so Craig Engels had a 21st best time in the U.S. in the 1500.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, can you name the person who was just ahead of him?
1: Actually, no. Can you name the person who was just behind him? Wow, you switched that. Yes. You're gonna need to give me some time because I had already. He ran three
0: thirty-seven point four three, April fifteenth, at Mount Sack College kid. Oh. Three thirty-seven forty-three. Down at Mount
1: Sac at, at Brian Clay. Uh, this is U.S. Yes. College kid. I don't know.
0: I'm doing this for transition purposes. His name, Ryan, Shopey. Oh. That's Oklahoma your State. Oh, okay. Speaking of Oklahoma State, they ran this weekend, or they ran just now. Okay,
1: we weren't ready to transition. Why weren't
0: we team. ready? What? What else do you want to? Oh, I- you didn't answer the question. Oh, sorry. I was trying to go into transition mode. I was like, "This is great. See, Oklahoma State athlete right next to Craig Engels? We- <laughs> Let's go into Big Twelve conference." <laughs> Did
1: I screwed up. Should we start the podcast over? No, it's great. Should we start the clip over? Keep going. Reset the clip. Clips ruined. Go ahead. Clip ruined. Do wait, you wait, think? What? Do you think Angles can make an? I do team? not. I do. You really do? I do. Gun to your head. You think he can make another? I team? think he can because of the reasons we just mentioned. There's no clear favorite to take one of those spots, no, except okay. for Tier, except for Neguse. Tier. Everybody else has question marks Neg- what? around them. The- okay, hold on. Noguez's progression hasn't exactly been a straight line. He just line had 333 either. in September. Yeah, I know. He's good. I know he's good. They're all good, but he's going it- to make the team. This isn't like Co- Cole Hawker. Almost got a medal at the Olympics. Yeah. That was a couple years ago now. Went out in the first round. Yeah, he's hurt. I know. Well, Engels was hurt last year too. I think he's yeah. got a shot. You're forgetting that the U.S. right now, men's 1500, is still wide open. And even in a year where there's a lot of sure things and a lot of locks, it's a very unpredictable event. Okay. And experience pays. How old is he? He's only 28, you said? I think he's got a shot. Okay, I'll give you this. I'm going to go through
0: the 20 people who ran faster than him.
1: Yeah. And I'll say
0: whether or not, yeah, I can see Do you think a world where Craig Engels beat that, beats that person. Morgan Beatles come, Yes. I see a world of Craig beats him. Colby Alexander. Yes. I see a world of Craig beats him. Sean McGordy. Yes. You did top 20 here just to. Well, because, well, Craig Engels is 21st. So I'm saying everyone that ran faster than him. Yeah. Obviously. All right. Sean McGordy. Yes. I see he can beat him. Hobbs Kessler. Yes. I can see Engels being Kessler. Reed Brown. Yes. Avi Hamanuri. Yes. Christian Noble. Yes. Paul Ryan. Yes. Eric Holt. Yes. Josh Thompson. Yeah. I could see Craig Engels being Josh Thompson. Yeah. Grant Fisher. He's not going to be in it, so it doesn't matter. Dave Ribic, yes. Johnny Gregoric, yes. So th- you're looking good with this argument, but this is where your argument, but hold lo- on, loses steam.
1: Didn't Gregoric make the team yeah. last year? Yeah. Okay. But it was like a, I, I finished closed. like
0: seventh, and I'm on the team. Okay. Cole Hawker, made, no. Made I do not see man. a world where Craig Angers, Craig Angers, Angles beats Cole Hawker. <laughs> Close. Sieti, yes. I see a world where he beats Sieti. Prekel, yes. Andrew Hunter, yes. Tier, I do not see a world where he beats Tier. Jonathan Davis. I don't see a world where he beats John. I don't see a world oh, where he beats John okay.
1: Davis. John Davis had a great season last year, but let's not turn him into twenty. He got second, in he, he, he got second trials
0: and followed up with a three thirty
1: three. Yeah, that's that's great. Okay, you let's not what? talk about him being unstoppable. Right, fine, fine, you're right. Okay, yes, yes, that. yes. Fine, I see a world. So you named
0: three people, and then Nagoose. He does not beat Nagoose. Okay, so I named three people. How many people make a
1: team? I know, but that's who you can see beating
0: him. He just needs to
1: upset him. You know what place Nagoose got last year at trials? 11th. Upsets happen too. I, do you think you can make the final? Let me just say that. Do you think you can make a final USA's, Angles? Yes. Yeah. And then the cliche. But they're think, changing. you are making a final and getting top three. But the cliche fits in the 1500. Everyone makes a final. The cliche fits in the 1500, which is that you make the final, anything can happen. I, I think just you'd be think there. there's two. You didn't have. There's John three Davis people. Second. They who, didn't have Gregoric making the team last year. The men's 1500 right now is vulnerable. You three, didn't even mention Centro. See, a better argument would have been Centro is going to come back. And be motivated to be his old teammate. Okay, then there you go. He, but you didn't make that argument. I, I did. I made that argument. Before we should you transfer to ready. college now. No, I think it's, I think it's, it's interesting to debate. I, I think a lot of this depends on what, what event tier does, and the status of Hawker. If Hawker gets back to 2021, Hawker, which he will, you're right. Then that spot is, is taken. But there's no guarantees he's going to do that. Just because he did it once. There's more here. of a
0: guarantee he's going to do that than Craig Angle's gets back to 20. 20- uh, 17 angles. What was the year he was really good? 17,
1: 18? Well, 19. 19. 19. he made the team. 19. I mean, he, again, he's one of those people where if, if it, COVID doesn't knock out, push the Olympics we, back. Why are we talking about COVID? COVID's over. I'm We're just saying you're, right you're, you're acting like it was a decade ago when the guy was good. He's been good recently. I
0: never said that. I never said it was a decade ago. I only 20, been watching a story 20, 17, for a
1: That's right. All right. We can move on. You want to get to cross country? Yeah. Well, Tim Eagle says, "Kevin, you are rarely wrong, but you are wrong about Craig." Oh. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Let me let me let me flip this around on you then. Let me oh, ask this question. Flip flip away. I'm gonna ask you this question. Do you think this is an impossible question to answer because you do not know? I will answer The it. training methods of what he was doing with Julian or what he's gonna do with Benoit. Do you think his chances increase, decrease, or stay the same by changing groups, changing coaches? stay the same
0: at the end of the day mile repeats one case eight hundredths four quarter they're all everyone kind of does the same thing mm-hmm. we want to act like it's like night and day i mean well no, but you got to stay healthy
1: the, you got to stay healthy health, healthy healthy health mentally sharp on the day those two things
0: and you know there's a mental component maybe he'll feel more comfortable because he feels like he's going back to his roots so there's like a mental like refresh there yeah and, like, being out in Oregon where it's raining and, like, kind of yeah, sad. Yeah. You can feel like I'm all alone. No, no one's here beside me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to have it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but California is going to be on the beach, just be more chill vibes. Like, chill vibe angles could be a scary – you know, they talk about Headband Carmelo. No, it's, it's,
1: it's Hoodie mellow hoodie, hoodie, hoodie Mello. Hoodie Mello.
0: Head, who's Headband? Oh, Headband or LeBron. Headband LeBron. Okay.
1: Hoodie, Mel, Hedman, LeBron. SoCal Craig?
0: SoCal Craig.
1: Oh, okay. We should
0: be worried about SoCal Craig. See,
1: I like that. Yeah. I like you coming around a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, Nate says, I think somebody completely fresh will burst onto the scene and completely screw all your predictions up. That is the best point of this entire segment.
0: Yeah, I you agree know who it. that is? Ryan Shopey. Which I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly or not. It's either Shopey, Shoppy, or you Shop. Ju- or you, just,
1: you just really want to get his name into the segment.
0: Yeah. It, what, did he even do well at... What place did he finish? Maybe he got seven.
1: He, he got 7 He got All seven right. We're going to transition now. College cross country. Conference championships for today. You know what, Gordon? Before we get into each one, I want you just to give me overall. If you were to break in like you have 60 seconds, maybe you have 30 seconds. What were the biggest takeaways from college conference weekend?
0: see this doesn't make any sense because if i give the biggest takeaways now then they're going to turn off the podcast and be like i'm done well,
1: no. why don't we give no, no, the no. takeaways ex- at the conference no because big picture did anything change is my question uh, if you want to do it i'll do it big picture am i, the, am I now the, okay you want me to be yes, a big picture guy? things changed i'll take over for it if you don't want the crown too you, much pressure. I don't know if I, I'm falling under the pressure. Okay, go ahead. You, you take the crown, and then I will battle your crown. I'll do it on the women's side. How about you do it on the men's? Okay, fair. I will show. Fair. Okay, listen, guys. NC State could lose. NC State could lose. It was very close today. It was competitive. The, uh, the, the team score ended up being very tight at the end. They got great races from Tui and Camille, and it was still very close. So New Mexico's gonna be in the mix, Oklahoma State's gonna be in the mix. I still think NC State's a favorite, but it is going to be close. And then individually on the women's side, Parker Valby impressed again. Beat Mercy Chalangat. I think it's shaping up to be a two woman race in Stellwater, Valby versus Tui. Uh yeah. That's a great thing. I would agree with that.
0: But the problem is now what's the Okay. Yes, you're right. I'll say the men. On the men's <laughs> side. Stanford. That was so unnecessary. Start over again. Go ahead. We're ruining. We're ruining the. We're ruin- was this for Eclipse purposes? No. Just go. Just go. <laughs> My brain's been all over the place this morning and last. You got it. Okay. You got it.
1: Sometimes you got to be able to like step out and just look at. Okay, what changed today?
0: Yeah. On the men's side,
1: nothing changed. Okay, great. Let's go into these yeah, conversations. Because I, I
0: think uh, Oklahoma State still has a question mark. NAU still – is it still a Hail Mary in my mind? And Stanford and I'm assuming BYU are going to show that, like, yeah, we're Stanford's, as good as – Stanford was good. Advertise. So.
1: Yeah. All right. That didn't work. So let's go individual conference by conference. Guys, not everything you plan comes to fruition. And sometimes live on YouTube, it all comes crashing down. Let's start with ACC. Let's go ACC women. I mentioned it at the top. Tui, Camille, go one, two, four nc state but the team race was close 34 to 38 over notre dame gordon did you expect notre dame to be that good
0: i did not um i mean yeah Notre dame's a good team don't get me wrong i have notre dame ranked 10th in the nation so they're a top 10 team going four points behind the team that we think is the overwhelming favorite not expected now again these things happen sometimes in unique scenarios where the fields are different where you know you could beat an athlete by 20 seconds, but you only get one point on them, whereas 20 seconds at Nationals could be 40 points. Correct. So that is a difference. But let's look exactly how NC State did specifically. Yes. Yeah, compared
1: so to like, so NC State 1, 2, 5, 10, 16, 19, and then their seventh was 29. So, where Notre Dame made up ground was on the fourth and fifth runners because Notre Dame went 8 and 14, actually better than NC State's four and five runners, who were 10 and 16. You have almost a minute gap right now between Tui and the number five for NC State. So, when I look at this,
0: Tui, Camille, and Samantha Bush all ran as expected, in my opinion. They all had good performances. The main performance that we did not expect was. Two things. Sydney Seymour, she's currently ranked 13th in the nation. Yeah. She was their seventh runner. 29th place. Finishing 29th in conference. That was unexpected. So is that – what Seymour are we going to get? Are we going to get this Seymour, ACC Seymour, or are we going to get the Tennessee Seymour who can be All-American? Yeah. We don't know. Another thing, Marley Starlipper, back-to-back now races where she is not present. Yeah. DNS, you think – you sit out Nutty Comb, it could be precaution, get a little look at other athletes. You sit out ACC's, that's not precaution anymore. That means you may not be a legitimate factor. And we had her as 34th in the nation. Yeah. So, and then Savannah Shaw, how does Shaw do? Shaw wasn't, was Shaw even in the race? Did she? Shaw
1: was not in there.
0: Nope. I have her as their next runner. So... This is the thing. Nevada Marino, who was their six-runner, like, they're just – we thought they had this unreal depth. We thought they had, like – they could put seven in the top 40. They could put five in the top 20. Really? They only got three. They got three really good women. Right now. Right now in Bush, Camille, and Tui. And here's the thing, though. Like, Alabama has four really good women. Yeah. New Mexico has, like, four really good women. So this – they don't have a, sh- a good fourth and fifth right now. And yeah. I think that is the weakness that NC State has shown. And that's why they only beat Notre Dame by four points is because their 4-5 are not what we thought they were going to be.
1: Yeah. Steven in the chat says uh, – Coach Hanna said multiple times in her post interview that multiple girls had bad runs. So yeah. – Because a team that's deep as NC State, when you can run 10 people in a conference meet, that should be – Game over. Yeah, because if five, six, and seven have a bad day, eight, nine, ten, really eight, worked. nine, ten might be better than most schools three, four, five. But even you go farther down here and you look at their eight, nine, ten, they were farther back than you would expect them to be as well too. Individual though, Tui is rock solid. She has a teammate in Kelsey Camille, who's a top five runner in the nation, and now she's three for three this year. So Tui is looking great. I think if you told me a month ago, like or at the beginning of the season, the problem with NC State women is going to be, can they have a four and five? I'd say, all right, they'd probably take that problem. Because I think come race day, they're going to be able to figure out that issue. They're going to be able to have somebody who's able to come in and run well on four and five. And if you get two in the top five, and then what do you have Samantha Bush ranked? You know, I mean, she looks like a top 20 runner right now as well, too. So for two in the top five, three in the top 20.
0: Yeah, Bush ranked 12th.
1: Yeah. So it's really just scouring uh, your roster and trying to figure out who you can put there for four and five. Not, not a thing I thought we'd be discussing. Yeah. This isn't the 2015, 2017
0: New Mexico teams. Yeah. This is going to be a team that's going to need to have a good day on all
1: five spots to win. Credit to to Notre Dame though for running them tough. Marquesic, Thronson, Chisholm, Denner, and Keller. They're top five, 38 points, just a bit behind. Uh, Do you want to go over the men's side real quick on ACCs? Yeah, nothing
0: too much. I mean, it's, I think I was surprised that Notre Dame did not win. Uh, I they have, have no, fourth. They got fourth. I had Notre Dame as the seventh best team in their country. They did not run well. Some of their main guys, guys who have been on, you know, the podium team mm-hmm. uh, in 2020 or 2021, whatever you know year I'm talking about the weird the March race. Uh, That's 2021. March. 2021. Yeah. Um, they didn't run well. Wake Forest ran really well. Wake Forest is a good team, though. We have them in the top twenty. Uh, I dropped them from sixth down to nineteenth because they ran really poorly yeah. at Nuttycomb, I believe. This shows, like, all right, they, you know, they just maybe that was just a bad day. They were able to get a good pack here, uh, but at the end of the day, none of these teams are really going to be any factor to podium, even finish. I think now in the top six. Like, there may be one ACC school in the
1: top ten. Wake Forest, big fall for them football men's cross country they're crushing <laughs> it their football team's doing really well too
0: my uh my mom's best friend's husband is from wake forest
1: the,
0: i think the offensive coordinator of wake forest football uh-huh. tim duncan went to wake forest
1: chris paul went to wake forest it's another another fact didn't arnold
0: parmal or arnold palmer go did to wake forest
1: um arnold palmer i think he did week i think he did yeah I know my Wake Forest stats. And it says that your mom's best friend's roommate did too as well. (laughs) First of all, way to go. All right. Let's go to SECs. Let's go to SECs. These are not done in any particular order. Um, We'll go women first. Valby, as I mentioned, (sighs) got the victory over Mercy Chalangat. Wins by 12 seconds. So another impressive run for Valby. Eight seconds. What did I say? 12 Yes, correct. Let me try that again. Parker Valby beats Marcia Chalangot by eight seconds to take SEC's. Team side of things, Alabama gets the win. They had Chalangot second, Olomomoy third, Taizma fifth, Asikol seventh. And then the big question, when is their fifth going to come in? It was Elka Makan in 19th, 19th place. Is that fifth enough for them?
0: It's not enough to win a national title, no. Because 19th at SECs, that's going to translate to like 200th at nationals.
1: She was better than Arkansas's fourth. In most years, that would be good enough. Yeah, but If, if your Arkansas, fifth is better than Arkansas's fourth. Arkansas
0: what... is not the Arkansas that we're used to. Yeah. This is a down year. Arkansas is the 20th best team in the nation. Yeah, So you're supposed to be the 20th best team in the nation if you want to be a potential national Title contender. Podium, though. I think it's 100% podium. They got four really good women, you know, and anything can happen with their fifth. I mean, the fact that the, the Hilda Olman, oh, Mo- o- I need to learn that name. Ola Momoy. Ola Momoy is running so well. as her first year at Alabama. She's a JUCO transfer. Um, Speaks well for what they're going to have here. They have a good four, you know? Mercy, Hilda, Amaris, and F- Flamina. It's good. Sponsors are fifth. It's just like not there. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't think they're gonna win. I do
1: think they do, though, have the recipe to podium. Did their chances go up today, though? The chances to podium went up. Valby versus Tui. Do you think those are the top two right now on the women's side?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. We'll talk a little more about Taylor Roe and Natalie Cook at the Big Twelve. But Parker Valby's running insane. She beat Mercy Chilang. Mercy Chilang, that's good. And Mercy Chilain got tried. You could argue like, oh, she's just running with her team. No, she beat her teammate by 20 seconds. Yeah. So Chilain got tried to win this. She, she separated. She's like, Sia Hilda, I'm going for the win. And it, she was eight seconds short of that. So Parker Valby, I think she's going to be challenging. It's going to be interesting because she hasn't raced two yet. So it's going to be this weird first time they see each other. We'll be at nationals. It'll be a little be unknown, but I think Tui's got to be the favorite because of the experience. The man Valby, the way she's running. What was her five k split? Her five k split I think was fifteen twenty four. Now five k splits at cross country. Aren't yeah, I'm not official. Get too crazy. About so that. I don't think she actually ran a fifteen twenty four,
1: but fifteen twenty four. So Tui, I mean, it wasn't
0: a fifteen twenty four, but that's like insane.
1: Tui beat Chelanga by twelve seconds when they ran at Joe Piani earlier this year, so they're close. And you're saying 12 is more than eight.
0: So yeah. you're saying that two is going to win by transitive property For Well, seconds. I'm just
1: saying I'm assuming Chilangot went hard at Notre Dame too. Yeah. So I think if you're just using Chilangot as, as the – The standard bear?
0: Yeah. Do you know I used to do that with Chesarek? When I was starting the NCAA cross-country algorithm, Cheserek won every race, right? Mm-hmm. So you knew like – Distance behind Ches. Time behind Ches became like the way to compare everyone.
1: Yeah, it's the constant. It's the constant. Yeah. I – I think Guide is, you know, she was one of my preseason pick to to be challenging Tui. I think Valby has, has passed her as well now too. So there's not that many people left. You mentioned Roe before, but I, I think it's going to come down to these two. And that course at Oklahoma State is so tough too. That's going to factor in as well too because we obviously saw what happened the last kilometer. The last time they had this meet here how much things changed how many people completely fell apart they started getting the piano on the back going up those hills so even if it was cut and dry you still have to leave ample room for an upset because the course is so tough but i think this is shaping up to where it's gonna be one of one of these two i i still give two of the edge right now
0: yeah i agree moving over to the men's side uh surprisingly alabama won it's Alabama's uh, day. Alabama, again, the win on both men's and women's side. Kiprop took the win. Uh, Tennessee put together a good uh, 2-3 performance by their two transfers, Jacobs and Abdallah, uh transfer from Notre Dame in Texas. Uh, and Tennessee, you know, this was the year that, okay, Tennessee's going to go from a nobody to a somebody. And, you know, they did for something pretty impressive. They tied Arkansas with 64 points, and they – Win over Arkansas on tiebreaker because their number one, two, and four runners were better. Um, Arkansas is good. This is a good performance for Tennessee. Very impressed with this, and you see it's so close. Alabama fifty-nine, Tennessee sixty-four, Arkansas sixty-four, Ole Miss sixty-five. Uh, it's basically it was like a quad meet out there with yeah. those four. <laughs> now, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee—none of them are, in my mind, podium contenders. Uh, but they're, I would say these are like 8th to 20th type teams mm-hmm. at a national level, so it makes sense that they're all together. Um, but I think one of these teams, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Tennessee, or Alabama, will have a breakout and probably finish top ten. Uh, but I don't think more than one. I said only one ACC men's school being in the top ten. I think also only one SEC school
1: will be in the top ten. All right, let's go to the big sky where all eyes were on. A men's race called it a must win for NAU. You looked at the results midway through, started panicking for NAU. He thought it was all over. Did. We go back to the results at the end, and 19 points. They go one, two, four, five, seven, <laughs> nine, nine,
0: 10. That's good. And that's, but here's the thing now the question isn't we, we shouldn't be congratulating the four time NCAA champions for beating Montana State in eastern Washington. Like, there should be no, they're back because this is what it should be done. But the problem is, you look at this, Hasty, kush and Solomon, who all didn't run that well at Nuttycomb, they run as their, they, this is what we thought their top five was going to be, right? New Young and Bosley, they're constant. We thought Hasty, George, and Colin would be the four, five, six. I mean, the three, four, five. And that's what they did. But look at the time back. I don't know. You look at this and you're like, it looks good. Hasty was 45 seconds behind Young. it. Yeah, but- George Kush was 50 seconds. Colin
1: Salmon was over a minute behind Nico Young. Like, But Nico Young also beat Bosley by 26 seconds. Are am sure this wasn't just a Nico Young beast mode? Move? Like, Wouldn't it be more helpful to look at behind Bosley Bosley? Because I think... If Bosley is only seventeen seconds ahead of Hasty at nationals, wouldn't you take that? You're, you're finding a good way to zig. Uh, find a. I don't know though. Maybe Bosley had a horrible race, but he still got second. And Nico ran where Bosley should have been. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, and
0: Duncan Hamilton's good. Duncan Hamilton is an All-American type runner. He runs sub eight twenty th- steeple.
1: I yeah, don't know. He, he only beat Hasty by nine seconds. It's a good performance. It could be worse. I mean, Salmon was certainly better than... Salmon was good. Wisconsin, right? I just...
0: There's a lot of ugly taste in my mouth from the Nutty Comb performance where I was looking into it. I was trying to find... Did anyone ever like run in the 60s to 120s or 150s at Nutty Comb and then go on and finish All-American at Nationals? I couldn't find any. Wait, how did you
1: do this? How long did this take you? I was you? doing a lot of clicking back and forth. But, like, how do you even start? Did you just go like person by person or did you just look and be like, oh, I think that person no, got all No, met- it's actually not that hard. You just take the people who finished top 40.
0: Yeah. And then you take the list, like, And pick- then you find matches. And then you see where they're placed. But you went every year? Like, how far back did you go? I only go? did one year.
1: Oh. Oh, I thought you meant <laughs> – I like you meant historically. <laughs> no, I didn't do historically. Yeah. I don't got that time. Okay. Uh, but I was trying to find – Not impressed then with
0: what you yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is a good sign for, no- for NAU. I'm not sold. I might be sold on NAU if they run very well at Mountain against BYU.
1: Yeah, but sometimes that can be fool's gold too. That
0: can be fool's gold. But
1: like if
0: NAU puts their five in the top 20 at Mountain,
1: I'll feel it. Okay. Yeah. I just think we can't be swayed too much by this stuff. What's the one race that we know mattered this year? So yeah, and That's just the nature of the sport. That's where you're going to...
0: I mean, it's a good sign, though, for Hasty to be their like seventh man to now they're number
1: three. Clearly, I showed that Hasty is not really actually their seventh man. Hasty actually is a lot better. Well, look. Here, pull up. Let's do this. Pull up the Netticone results. I mean, what happens if you put... If you go... Ooh, and you go this off, is a fun thing. But okay. go off of Bosley... I mean, we're gonna give we're gonna do the most generous interpretation for for Nau here. I love here. the way you're thinking here. We're so let's let's put Hasty 17 seconds back of Drew Bosley, and then we'll rescore the meet. We'll not have to rescore the meet, but just does that materially change things?
0: All right, I'll do this, and then you can let's t- talk about the next conference.
1: Well, the women though, but they're Are, still running right they're now. They're still running. Yeah, I want to I want to keep this as one, so we have one segment about this. So I need you just. Really quickly. You don't need to rescore it. Just tell me what how, No, you
0: got to re What
1: place? No, because you got to move all of them. How ma- okay. How many seconds back was? 17. Just to do what? How far back? What was the gap between Bosley and 17 seconds? How many places? What's 17 there? plus 17? 34. That was impressive, huh, Colt? All
0: right. What, who else do I need to change? It was George, quick. George? Well, you don't. Know, then that's more, though. I just. I we'll just, do that one, too. How many seconds back 26. was 26. What's 17 plus 26? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Help me out. You're, you don't know it You either. don't know?
1: Do you know it? You don't know. What's 17 plus 26? So you go 26 plus 17, yeah. 33,
0: 43. Okay. 23, 43. All right. I couldn't the, who, else, who else are we doing? What else no, are we changing? I just, I don't, I Give just, me one more. The, I, the fifth guy. right? Colin Solomon. How far back was he from Hasty? I mean, how far was Colin Solomon back from Brody? He just took no. a simple How far thing. back was Colin Solomon from Drew Bosley? 38 seconds. Okay, what's seventeen plus thirty-eight? <laughs> we'll keep them the same. We're gonna keep thirty-eight. We'll keep that one the same. We'll keep that one the same.
1: All right, so rescoring it. No, I just all I wanted was just like a general. Yeah, they would have been in the mix. Yeah, I'm gonna rescore it right here. You just, well, t- you just took it too far. No, I'm taking it the right amount of
0: places. <laughs> so uh, this is not gonna be worth it. No, it's gonna be worth it. NAU would have scored. Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun, dun. How how far back? Was 116 it? points. And what did they end up? What did they actually score?
0: 145. <laughs> okay. So they still would have lost to Stanford, who scored 54. Wait, but
1: just, can you, <laughs> can you, what was the gap between Bosley and their third runner? That's just like basically what I want to know. What it was, was even the, the guy? Who was it? What was the gap between Bosley and number three? What was the gap between their two and three runners? That's all I want. 23-17
0: and. 23 37 20 seconds back okay so it was
1: Santiago Prosser it's 20 seconds back okay and this is 17 seconds so this is not see that's all you need to do and then I beg yeah it's not that big a video that's still too big of a gap to me that yeah. says that says Bosley underperformed today Nico didn't run that great because what was the gap between Nico and Bosley because this was 26
0: seconds Twenty-three ten to 23 7 Seven seconds. He was seven seconds back. up. Of- yeah,
1: okay, okay. So forget everything I said. Did all the math for nothing? No, well, not only did you do that math for nothing, the whole rose-colored glasses looking at the silver lining thing is wrong. Okay. This is about – you should not keep – performance off of Oz I think you should key it off of Young, that's Nico, what I was saying. it's too far back yeah that's what I said in the beginning of
0: the segment and you
1: try to change it on well, me well I'm saying if you did and that's why I said go look at the result and see what it is and you want to rescore everything going back to 1907 and I'm just like we don't need all There's that there no data. cross country there man come on you should know do you know sure. when cross country started uh, for men it was the 40s right who knows in the chat first the year the first NCAA cross country championship for men you it it's, it's in the 40s.
0: Name the year. I don't know it. It's like 48. I'll say 42.
1: Well, I don't think... It's 38. Oh, it was off. Indiana. 1938. Mission State, I remember, won a bunch. Okay. Women are still running. That segment that we just did was a dud. That was uh, a great segment. No, because what I said, it was garbage. And as an NAU historian, you should have been like, no, you're wrong. It was... Possibly not running well. Okay, uh, women... Big 12, Kayla McCabe wins it over Taylor Rowe. Oklahoma State gets the win. They go two, three, four, five, eight, and for a good measure, 9. They look solid. Jeb Curry was second for uh, Oklahoma State. She finished third overall, then Natalie Cook, and then Gabby Hentiman. So is this enough for Oklahoma State, do you think, to close the gap? Okay, you got to look at that. So they have a
0: good four. They have a good three. Their four kind of remind me of Alabama's four, but they have such a better fifth because their fifth was, what, 40 seconds back of their one, Mm -hmm. whereas Alabama's fifth was over a minute. Um, Oklahoma State looks good. Um, There's the factor. They are going to be on their home course. They're going to know where every nook and cranny of that course is. Taylor Rowe looks good. McCabe running well. I don't know. I just don't see McKay beating Falby or Tui or Tui, So she, she'd be an X she, factor. She's gonna sure. be top five for sure. But Oklahoma State four good. I mean, they didn't really beat anyone interesting like Dana Fallon and Madeline Hill, Iowa State, and then the other West Virginia people. Yeah, it looks cool that they scored only twenty two points, but there really was no competition. So don't look at that score. More look at the spread. And Stephanie Moss, who was there. Fifth runner here, being only 42 seconds back of Taylor Rowe is a good sign. I like Oklahoma State's chances. The fact that we now know NC State is not what we thought they were with their depth. Yeah. Oklahoma State, and we'll talk about New Mexico, are the two main people who can take advantage. If they have great days and NC State just has a good day,
1: Oklahoma State could win. All right, men's side, finally got to see – Oklahoma State men. In, yes. In full form, or almost full form. Almost full. Mayor and Leonard go 1-2. Then Rodriguez and Mesaudi and Shopey round out the top five. They go five, six, seven. They scored 21. They beat Iowa State. You go at 57. What do you think? Do you have enough information on Oklahoma State now? No, there's still one guy out there, Shea Foster. But
0: maybe he's not on the roster. He's, he's, if he's not running here, I don't expect him to run later. Um, Faud Messayoti, he's the freshman he's a good miler him being in the mix and Isai Rodriguez being in the mix looks good Isai Rodriguez though he's not the Isai Rodriguez that we saw finishing top five at Nationals because mm. he was their number three four, their three runner here Alex Mayer is going to be the guy who's going to have to finish top five Oklahoma State to have a shot yeah. I was surprised Victor Shitsuma. Did not run well. He was 15th. He was he was in the top 10 at Cowboy Jamboree and yeah. he finished he finished better at Cowboy Jamboree than at this conference meet, which mm-hmm. is wild when you look at it that way. So if Shitsuma has a better race, put him in the mix. If he saw Riguez stays consistent, Roy Leonard, him getting second in this race. They have a lot of guys. They got
1: depth. Yeah. And if Foster's there.
0: Yeah. The thing is, okay. Basically. They have the same ability to win, but the problem, which we'll get to, Stanford has basically three Alex Mayers, mm-hmm. and Oklahoma State has one. Yeah. So that's the main yeah. difference. Yeah. NAU has two has two Alex Mayers, Hasty. I mean, uh, Bosley and Nico Young. Oklahoma State has one Alex Mayer. Yeah. And Stanford has three with Hicks, Sprout. And, and BYU uh, has Robinson. And BYU, I would say, has three. Three. They have three Alex Mayors. So that's the thing. Oklahoma State, it all they only comes have down to how now many they, Alex Mayors you have. Yeah, that's that's the factor. How many Alex Mayors you have. Now, here's the thing, though. Oklahoma State's Alex Mayor is the most accurate Alex Mayor because it's actually Alex Mayer. Yeah. The other guys are just pretending to be Alex Mayor. <laughs> sure. Would you
1: rather have three fake Alex Mayors or one real Alex Mayor? We'll find out. Well, it depends who's going to run the most like Alex Mayer when it comes to nationals. It may not be Alex Mayer. And maybe the
0: Alex Mayers at Stanford and NAU and BYU have or the Alex Mayers that finished like 200th yeah.
1: at nationals yeah, and yeah, not the yeah. Alex yeah.
0: Mayer who got second at the 10K. Exactly. Exactly. You got to so, know which
1: one's showing up. All right. Big 10, you called Wisconsin the most Oklahoma underrated Oklahoma State's good. Team. They can win. Okay. Big 10, you called call, uh, Wisconsin, excuse me, the most underrated team in NCAA history. I did. I believe. <laughs> I don't know. They won Some Wisconsin people are won. saying that. Bob Lycan gets the win. Great Jackson name. sharp second. They, yeah basically the same time. They score 25 points. Michigan 57. Um, women's side of things, Michigan State by eight over Michigan. thoughts on men's or women's race.: Women's
0: race is irrelevant. It's a bunch of 15 to 25 teams, 25th best teams in the country. none of the big, there's going to be no women's big Ten team. In the top ten. That's rare. I'm saying it now. You heard it here first. Uh, Men's side, Wisconsin. They're my wild dark horse obviously we're talking about the big four big whoa, four whoa, big whoa, four whoa, whoa.
1: what's a wild dark horse is that different than a regular dark horse? yeah it's just wild, it's, it doesn't control. it doesn't
0: follow the rules It's untamed sometimes it doesn't know it's a dark horse sometimes it's like we didn't know that it's a whole we new just... level of dark horse yeah i've never heard it's that. the dark horse of dark ho- it's all, the darkest of horses
1: all the years talking and listening dark stallion to maybe talk about yeah it's horse. a dark stallion i've never heard someone call it a wild dark horse that's incredible go ahead they're good don't take too
0: much about the score Look again at the spread. Their spread was 34 seconds. And Nationals, that's good. 34 second spread is good. Bob Liking is a top. It's he's like a fifth to fifteenth type runner. So you have 34 seconds back from someone finishing in the top 15. That's a that's enough to podium podium podium. And look, look look at that some of their guys too. Like Charlie Wheeler and Jack Mayer were there. Five and six men, they're good. <laughs> they have some good track. I, I believe times. you. <laughs> and like Shuab Ajabali, he was like Shuab Ajabali, He was like top three at junior cross, like in 2019 or 2020. Yep. So like that means something. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's a senior now, a veteran. He's been around. For he's a vet. I don't know. I like. I. I just like Wisconsin. I think they're underrated. However, here's I'm looking back on it. I have said that Wisconsin has been underrated the past like three cross country seasons. Yep.
1: I'm always. So maybe they're not underrated anymore. Maybe you need to start rating them better. I need to start rating them better. All right. Pac 12's women's race was a tie between Colorado and Utah. Each was 66 points. Bailey Hurtenstein won the race individually. Colorado wins on the tiebreaker. And then the men. Let's we'll talk about the women first. Hold on, I just want to throw out the men's. Why? Quick. No, we can talk about the men after we talk about the women. Stanford gets twenty-two points. Uh, they were Colorado's second sixty-one. Stanford men go one, three, five, six, seven. But why don't we start with the women? Go okay, ahead.
0: start with the women. Uh, Colorado tying Utah again. These are teams that are not really podium contenders, but it's kind of cool to see a tie at a conference championship, and you're like, what could have done? What could have Utah have done differently? And you try to find it. Was there a spot that Utah could have just beating someone by a point of a second? Utah's, and I found it. I found two, two segments. Uh, yeah, this one. Utah's Morgan Jensen ran 1958.2. Washington State's Caroline Girotic ran 1957.9, so 0.3 seconds. If she was – if their fifth or sixth woman was just 0.3 seconds better, they'd be Pac-12 champs. But no, Colorado yeah, – so, and it would be so much cooler. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It would be cooler if Utah won the Pac-12 championships because, like, we're so used to seeing a Colorado, Oregon, Stanford or Washington win cross-country titles at Pac-12. Mm-hmm. It would have be been nice to see Utah kind of buck the trend. But, you know, Colorado does what
1: they're going to do, and – Big
0: shout-out to Colorado's Ella
1: Barron. Do you know who Ella Barron is? Uh, She's a transfer. Do you know from where? Johns Hopkins. There we go. I do my homework. Yeah, but see, you mentioned that Utah runner. A a few tenths the other way, she falls back a position, too. Yeah, that's
0: true. But it's just like it was Washington State that gave the win to Colorado because Washington State beat – Keela Barger by 0.3 seconds, and Washington State beat Morgan Jensen by 0.3 seconds. Or
1: we could So do Washington what, State's clearly on the Colorado payroll. Or we could do what we're supposed to do with tiebreakers and make it the 6 runner, and Utah wins. That's what we could have done. That's that's another possibility. What about the men's race? I thought it was interesting. I mean, Hicks ran a great. I thought it was interesting that Kai Robinson wasn't the third guy. Maybe they all just were running to pack a little bit, but he finished down there with their their four and five guys.
0: Yeah, this clearly was, we are so much better than everyone, we don't need to freak out about it type run. I mean, Brian Fay finished eighth in this race. They put five men in front of Brian Fay. Brian Fay is like a 1325K guy. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) Stanford is so good. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do. I think Stanford is now the overwhelming favorite. Yeah. Now again, they're the overwhelming favorite that can easily lose to two other teams, maybe three if any of you gets their shit together. But um, Stanford, there was question marks at who their four or five are. Now they have their number four runner beating Kai Robinson. Their five runner is running with Kai Robinson and Thomas Boyden. They they have the, and then their six runner was right up there as well. So like, there's no big drop off. If they run the way they're able to there's no one who can outrun them i agree it's going to be stanford stanford can only lose the title
1: they can't win it they can only lose it well they they can win it but no if stanford more, just
0: runs as they're supposed to they're going to win
1: they have more room for error than anybody else i think is what you're trying to say hicks can win individually you know how many stanford men and women have won the individual title in history how many zero really they've never had an individual champion it's the craziest stat out there in cross country Never once.
0: You think that's the craziest stat? Let yeah. me tell you about the
1: Ryan right. Raff stat. Oh, okay. No, this is crazier. Isn't that weird? All those great athletes, all those years. Really, I mean, none of them have won. Never won. No,
0: yeah, because Chris Derek never won. Ryan Hall, no.
1: Mm-mm. They won a bunch of team titles. Yeah. So that wouldn't be anything new. But if Hicks or Sprout or Robinson gets it done, they got three, they got three bullets. Well, I guess you know when you're using these results to figure out, okay, did this person run well or was it more a reflection of another person running poorly? I think you'd look at Robinson and you're like, all right, did he, you know, he's 25 seconds back at Hicks. That's not good. But then you say he beat Faye, who's a 13-teens guy in the 5K. All right, that's still pretty yeah damn good. It might have been a combination of Hicks running well and Robinson being a little bit off of his, his game because he was, what, uh, seven seconds behind Badeau Rousseau. So... And then you finish right with Boyden. But maybe that was I, – I didn't watch the race, so maybe it was strategic for them to stay together.
0: Big question. Yes. Is Flanagan and Schumacher on the hot seat? They come in here. What, first, they, first, what, do, they what do they third get? Third for the women,
1: fourth for the men? I think they did enough to buy themselves another year. Okay. Just, just enough.
0: When will third and fourth not cut it anymore? How, well, many, how many years do we give them before like, hey, it's top two or –
1: Let's just let's just talk about this in the same way you talk about college football or college basketball. Utah should they should never beat Oregon, right? You take the resources that Utah has, yeah. The resources that Oregon have on the women's side, right? Oregon should always win. Now I know it's complicated how you allocate scholarships is different school by school, but you look at what Oregon has and you look at what Utah has. They they should never lose to them. That's just the reality on the men's side. The teams are ahead of Oregon, Washington, Colorado, Stanford, that's not anything crazy new. But you're right, the expectation is gonna be that they're gonna win. But at the very least, you can't you can't fall any farther backwards. Like you can't lose any of those teams behind you. Right? The teams ahead of you are the ones who have traditionally been really strong across country on the men's side. Women's side though, that's I mean the women were struggling for a while. It's not as if they weren't performing as well as the men were. So the the women I think would have more time to, to get up to speed, but once they do get up to speed, that they shouldn't be losing to Utah. That's just the reality of it.
0: Man, they're – I mean, it didn't happen because Andrew Kent is in the mix, but if Aaron Benfeld didn't come back for his, like, super six-year senior, yeah, Stanford
1: would have had five in the top six. Well, and then Oregon's top guy would have been 17th. Yeah. I mean, they would have been – Oregon would have been They way, really need way Benfeld back. to kind of yeah. bridge the gap to win,
0: I'm sure – so Marcus going to have a great recruiting class in 2023.
1: Let's uh, flip over to, let's go back really quickly to the uh, Big Sky women's results they were running before we were talking about them. Elise Stearns, Annika Race, Taryn O'Neill go 1-4 one, for the Lumberjacks, and then they rounded out with 7 and 8. So they look like pretty strong podium possibility for them too.
0: Yeah, I haven't been talking about them. They're they're the uh, they're the Wisconsin of the women. Interesting. They're
1: my wild dark horse wild card. Okay. No dark. I thought it was dark wild card. No not wild dark, dark stallions. Wild, wild, wild stallions. Wild dark horse. That's it. All right. Two more to get to West Coast and Mountain West. Go ahead. Oh, it's my turn. We're passing it. Uh, yeah, I did the first eight conferences. You can do that. I've, I've, been, I've contributed to this podcast. I feel like I'm carrying you. At oh, this come point. on. This should have been me sitting here drinking a lemonade the whole time. Lemonade? Yeah, I thought about that.
0: When's the last time you drank lemonade?
1: That was I'm not ha- the time for lemonade. Way maybe, too late in the year. Yeah. Lemonade? Come maybe on, at a, Maybe at a restaurant. At some you order lemonade at a restaurant? Sometimes, yeah. You get a fountain drink. I don't want that carbonation. You order lemonade? No, I when I get a fountain drink. Uh, no, I do sometimes have strawberry lemonades on there. I'll get strawberry lemonade.
0: Do you feel like a child Ooh, when you do that? That's different.
1: That's a different thing. What do you think, Cole? Is strawberry lemonade good?
0: Oh, strawberry lemonade? That's like, yeah, that's the king of beverages. Regular lemonade? I don't know if I respect that very much. Anything strawberry, they, definitely. King iced, of tea,
1: iced tea makes sense, but a lemonade? Iced tea is not sweet enough for me. And then sweet tea is too sweet. So. This is what you, this is, I this, like sugar. Do you know what it? my hack is? You
0: get the water, ask for lemon. That's not Lemonade enough. with no sugar. That's not You're such a health nut. All right, keep going. (laughs) All right. Uh, Mountain West in Laramie, Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how beautiful that looked.
1: Do you think this cross-country course was beautiful? I'm not sure. I've never been to Laramie. But Wyoming's like a beautiful state. I'm sure there's good parts and not so good parts. Anyway, New Mexico
0: wins the women. Their spread wasn't crazy. Their spread was a normal spread of... What was their spread? One, two, three, four. They had a... Like a, a 30 second spread. Um, Mazzy Downey wins it for New Mexico. They go 1, 3, 4, 6, 10. Hmm. Um, and then 12, 14. So they had some depth. Their number eight runner finished 17th, Sarah Echo. So uh, New Mexico's. No, that that good. was nine. I think it was nine. I
1: think their eighth was. No. For Zeggy, wasn't she? No, Eckle. That's their seventh.
0: You only score seven, bro. She has a score. Oh, seven. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: So their eighth was Echol, who got 17th. Yeah, and their ninth was Verster,
0: who got twenty seven. Okay,
1: anyway. They didn't get a negative spread. They didn't get the negative before. spread. What, what did their spread end up being? One to five. One, two, three.
0: Not going to lie. I kind of thought they would run
1: better. Oh, wow. this is Their spread's pretty big, actually. 20, yeah. 21 That's- and thirteen.
0: Did you not just hear me talk for the past 20 seconds? I was, I was
1: thinking about Lemonade, to be honest. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Start over again. Uh, I'm not going to start over because people – 33.9-second spread. Did you say that? Yeah, I said that. Oh, man. I just blacked out all of it. That's not good. I should be better at listening. Go
0: ahead. Uh, Mazzy Downey won. I don't know. I thought I would see – like go back to the spread. I thought they would have a better spread. I thought that they would have like a 10-second. But it's like – I mean, Yasmin Margini. I don't. is She good? She might. She might be a newer name. I haven't really heard of Caitlin Mitchum. I have heard of Wyoming finishing fifth, but it's not like a Boise State team uh, that like you know yeah. you know, the Boise State teams with Ali Ostrander and all them. They're running really well. Colorado State's kind of like a middle of the road team now. I thought they would score better. I know twenty four points is good, but I thought they would they would score like nineteen. So, we'll see. New Mexico, here's the thing. NC State put us the biggest worry. New Mexico made me worry 10% more. Oklahoma State, kind of even. Alabama made me worry 10% more. It feels the same and not the same at the same time. I feel like everyone gave me some positives and some negatives. And I think, with all that being said, here's my top four. For the women
1: We're not, let's do west coast first
0: the men are still running
1: they're not they are they're finishing yeah so i'm gonna f- do no, my no, top no, no, four no, no, women no they're done let's just do all the conferences and then we'll do the rankings the men are done okay byu 18 points casey Klinger got see this the is this is the run that this is this is impressive what's impressive
0: what well, BYU did portland's good portland's I'm, still top about, 10 team. I'm still thinking about new mexico
1: spread did you bring that up Portland's a top-ten team in my opinion. Okay, Klinger, Garnica go 1-2. Then BYU goes 4-5-6-7 with Noakes, Thompson, Thompson, Troutner. Christian Allen was ninth for BYU. So Christian (laughs) Allen didn't even score for them. That's crazy. So BYU 18, Gonzaga 69, Portland 76. Thoughts?
0: See, this is a great response to what Stanford did. This is a Stanford-esque type run,
1: man. This is good. You know what they should start calling Brandon Garnica? Oh, Big Race Brandon.
0: Big Race Brandon?
1: Big Race Brandon. He's pretty-
0: not. He's not a Big Race Brandon though. You see what happened to him in Stillwater? Okay, but he
1: did not run big. Twenty. 20- but Tara Ho, he Terra Ho he ran well. It's like Game Six Clay. Last year Game Six Clay wasn't that good in game six, but like there's history there. I'm calling him Big Race Brandon.
0: But is he Alex Mayer? Is he an Alex Mayer? No,
1: you don't need him to be an Alex Mayer. You need Klinger to be an Alex, Alex Mayer, Mayer yeah. and then everybody else. And you have Big Race Brandon coming up there. I'm I'm calling him that. Just like we thought Big talk- Race Brandon? Yeah. Just like But Brandon Garnica ran like that's a cowboy jamboree. That's not a big race. Yeah, but it's the course that
0: they're running at. The the past two races he's run on that
1: course, he's run awful. So, this will be a good good test, right? If he doesn't run well this year, I will remove the monitor. Yeah,
0: but I think there's a thing about Brandon Garnica and Stillwater. Like, there's some demons he's going to have to exercise. That's fine. Before he goes on that course again. I'm still calling him Big Race Brandon.
1: Um, Until he fails at it again, I'm calling him Big Race Brandon. But it's also like I'll revoke
0: it. Shit Race Brandon and Stillwater. Again, I remember Terre Haute. He came up large. I remember Stillwater the past two times he's run there. He did not come up but large. But did that really matter?
1: Stillwater? That's where they're running. No, last time. Did that matter? They Cowboy Jamboree? In... Yeah, that doesn't matter. That's not a big race. No matter how many times you a say big it's race. Big... It's not. No, no. Here, big race, conference, nationals. That's it. All right, March 2021. That was a big race. They weren't going to win even if he ran great. When they needed him in Terre Haute to come up large, he came up large. That's when the name...
0: Big British Race Brandon, Brandon was born. born.
1: Even though I didn't think of it until now, <laughs> two so years, later, I apologize. Three years later, I should have. I was on the broadcast that year. I really could have had some fun with it, but I'm calling him Big Race Brandon from now on. So I do think, or the what, two more races. If we get here. Big
0: Race Brandon, yeah. BYU wins. If we get Stillwater Brandon, Stanford wins. We need more nicknames, is what I'm saying,
1: and this is my way to. Brandon
0: answer. Garnica is he the exact – he's the, He has the ability to decide. All of the results. All 255 athletes will be based on where Brandon Garnica
1: finishes. He's the new he's the new constant. Okay. But,
0: yeah, BYU looks good here, man. Like Christian Allen being their seventh man. Creed and Davin Thompson, the brothers, they're running together. It's great when you have a top five guy who also has a twin, who's a top five top guy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you get two spots for one. Joey Noakes, who is a name that no one knew of, he's he's continuing to, like, stay consistent. So it's like one of these things about BYU is – Creed, Davin, and jo- like Joey Noakes, Creed Thompson, Davin Thompson. Those three names, they were new names to this year. And we're wondering, like, okay, BYU always has, like, a new guy come in. And you're like, well, I'm not going to believe the race. You have to prove – you have to do it multiple times before you become an official BYU guy. Like, Klinger, Garnica, Christian Allen from Weber State, those are all BYU guys. Noakes, Thompson, and Thompson, we don't know yet. Trapner is a BYU guy because he was a superstar. In high school, yeah. So he's there, but like these three guys—Noakes, Creed, and Davin—this is now race three. Yeah. Of them doing it, I see no reason why now they're not going to do it in race four at nationals. So, all right BYU versus Stanford is becoming real in my mind. I think I give the edge to Stanford, but you know, before we get into, it, we'll do the rankings. Let's do the
1: rankings. No, let's do the women's race first, and then we'll. I can do the rankings. So, women's. You're going to have a hell of a time cutting this up. West Coast, I'm not going to. I've already said that. I'm not going to do it anymore. You made this way too difficult. Uh, Yeah, we don't even talk about that. Uh, BYU, 30 points on the women's side. Frenthaway gets the win. San Francisco second, 65. Portland, 77. I guess, I mean, BYU women are like a fr- maybe podium, but things need, to, podium. things need to break. They're
0: finishing seventh.
1: Okay. Or sixth. Well, a couple things break their way, they, could, they could sneak in. I'll give you fifth at the most. That's <laughs> a, that's, that's my How final. Many, that's my last offer. Okay, but imagine one more thing breaks their way. Yeah, but no. That's too four. many breakings. Okay, give me your top four for men and women. You've seen all the conference I've seen wars. it all.
0: I've absorbed all the information in real time. We'll start with the women. I think I'm going to I, – I'm tempted to put NAU in there. You know what? I think I'm going to. I think – I think I'm going to put NAU in, in there. So Alabama is my team that's out. Mm-hmm. I'm putting NAU in, in four. And three. Wait. Yeah, three. I'm going to go New Mexico. Two. NC State. One. Oklahoma State. That's That's Gordon's thoughts on October 28th, which may change after regionals, but I'm going to go okay state, NC state, New Mexico. and
1: Yeah. I mean, NC states is better at every single runner than Oklahoma state is. If you go one versus one, two versus two, three versus three, four versus four, I think they're better at every runner. Yeah. But they're four or five have to, not today, today they've they, done anything today. They weren't, but like they're going, I think they're going to be, so I have NC state one, I have Oklahoma state two. I have New Mexico the three. New Mexico three, and I have Alabama four. I, Alabama impressed me today. I thought they ran well. They did. They impressed
0: me. But their fifth is just so far away. But their
1: four is rock solid. And sometimes when you're talking about, That's oh, a we trying to find a fifth, we trying to find a fifth, a lot of times your one through four can be shaky too. No, their four is really, really solid, and I think they're going to get something from the fifth. And I did do a stat.
0: I've done this multiple the time. Do you know what the most important runner? Fourth. We've talked about this. Yeah, the yeah. most important runner to win a cross-country team. Um, is the number four runner. Well, it's not the most important. It's the, the best indication of which team. Whoever is. has the best four runner wins next. Number four runner, yeah. It's not whoever has the best one. Yeah. So, And I would say Alabama does have the
1: best number four runner. Well, I guess you'd have to look up your rankings. Yeah. I mean, New Mexico is going to have a really good four. NC State has a potential yeah. to have a really good four. But it's one of those they, things yeah. where it's like – You run the race and you look afterwards like, oh, yeah. Gabby Hatterman's Oklahoma State's number four. She's good. Yeah. Oklahoma State, they're on their home course. So that's a thing. That's going to matter.
0: That has to. That's a hard course. It's not just like, oh, yeah, 6K. We're good. What
1: about men's top four?
0: So men's top four. (sighs)
1: Mm. This is hard. Who do I have? We had the big four of Stanford, Oklahoma State, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. NAU, and
0: BYU. I think I'm going to have to do NAU four. Yes. Oklahoma State three. I think I'm going to do BYU two and Stanford one.
1: That's where I'm at too. Yeah. I think mean, that's pretty but clearly Stanford the and pecking order. Stanford and BYU are very close. They're closer to themselves than they are to number three. Yes. That's how I feel about it too. And I think there's a little bit of distance between – and there's a separate state and four,
0: and yeah, three and four are separate. I think Oklahoma State's in no man's land.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we covered college conference cross country. That was fun. That was fun, man. Enjoyed it. Come back on Monday for our special Halloween episode. We'll be in a costume. You can be in a costume as well as you, if you, if you're watching or, or listening after. Thank and you. if
0: you take a, if you uh, send us photos of your Halloween costume, maybe we'll show it. Especially if it's track specific. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Tweet them to Colt.
0: I'll just email, Full okay. Check Podcast. Right, they don't easy. know Colt's
1: Twitter. I know. I was trying to promote his Twitter handle. Someone buddy. might find They'll it. They'll
0: never find it. No, people They'll might have seen your Twitter it. handle when you show screenshots of tweets.
1: Okay. Well, if you want us to promote your Twitter handle, Colt, let me know and we can get this going. All right. We got to run. Uh, thanks to Gooder for sponsoring. Remember the website, uh, Goodr, Dot com, And the website is goodercom $25 active sunglasses for anyone. We'll see you guys on Monday, Halloween. Have a great weekend, everyone.